passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you on this glorious... Well, actually, I don't know if it's glorious or not because we're inside. It could be... Rainy for all I know. Al, what's up, man? I think it's glorious. I did a couple, I had to write up a couple weather reports for Geo to read, and okay. it was uh, mostly sunny, high in the 80s uh, today in that New York City. That seems glorious to me. Uh, yeah, it was pretty glorious, Jerry. Uh, something that wasn't glorious, this happened to me a couple days ago. Uh, my dog was eating uh, grass. Uh, she she likes to eat long grass for whatever reason. I, okay. I think that grass is sweet, and dogs sometimes eat it, especially when it's hot and their stomachs don't feel good, whatever it was. I try to stop her from eating the grass, but sometimes she gets some before I can, Yeah, you know, before she's done. So the other day, <clears throat> we were out during the day, and she was pooping. And because she had grass there, the poop only came halfway out of her butt because the grass, the long grass strands were keeping it together. You're kidding. Jerry, I and then the poop fell out, but she still had a big gr- uh, poopy grass halfway out of her butt. With the poop bag, I had to pull a long blade of grass out of my dog's butt in front of people in public. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> well, I like that the dog trusted me to do it. She didn't like... Freak out. Yeah, she didn't freak out. She let me pull. That happened one other time where I had to pull a poop out of my dog's butt. Wow. That is unbelievable. This, is, this is what your life has come to. Yes. And I, I wonder, do people ever have to do that with their babies? Um, 
No, I don't ever remember having to do that. I mean, a lot of disgusting things you have to do, yeah. of course. Because babies will throw up on you. They'll urinate on you. They'll yeah. shoot a diarrhea at yep. you. Vomit all over yeah. you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All that stuff. And sometimes that is a mess. Yes. And sometimes you open up the diaper and you think it's nothing and it's, oh, boy. And it's something. Oh, it's an explosion. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross, dude. But it's it's a very, I don't, you can't explain it. You don't understand it if you've never done it, but that thought is one of the most disgusting things that I ever would have thought I'd do or have to do. Yeah. And then when it's your kid, you don't seem to care. Doesn't right. I'm not saying That's it's I'm say. not gonna go nuts and be like, Oh, it's okay, it's not cute, it's disgusting. Right. But you don't care. You just do it. Right, you just do it because you're your you're helping them. Yeah, they're so helpless. I remember the when I was uh in a relationship with Angie many years ago, she had uh uh one son at the time. And he was very young. He was in diapers when I met her. And one time he was having a great time eating blueberries. Yeah. He was just like, blueberry. This kid was just enjoying the blueberries. Problem was he wasn't chewing the blueberries. Oh. So when he pooped, he pooped all full blueberries. It looked like that there was just a diaper full of blueberries. You could rinse them out of organic (laughs) blueberries. These are organic blueberries. There was Matthew went through a stretch. When he was, I don't know, nine months old, maybe. I'm not even sure. Maybe 10 months, 11 months old, where he would eat, no joke, he would not eat anything but mac and cheese. Nothing else. And I don't mean Kraft mac and cheese. I mean the Gerber mac and cheese. We would try peas. We would try everything that they had. He wouldn't touch it. And it got to the point where he either recognized the scent or the color, whatever. And if you you put the spoon in, no matter what it was, he would turn. He wouldn't eat it. Not interested. And then we realized, grab me the mac and cheese. You'd open it, and his his eyes would light up. And he would smile, and he couldn't wait. To the point where we went to a restaurant in Florida with him when he was less than a year old. I had to go run bag. There was nothing he would eat. And she looked in her bag. She didn't have any left. I had to go run to the supermarket while we were ordering dinner and get the Gerber mac and cheese. And at one point, it became so much... That he pooped yellow. He was just it's like, right, that's concerning. He but was, then my wife's like, it's all he's eating. Right. He was that's pooping a, mac and cheese. Pretty much. Yeah. I was talking to a Spike, who was an adult. He, he uh, runs this place. He doesn't poop mac and cheese, does he? No, but he said when, uh, I guess many years ago, he was very heavy. And he said he went on a, put himself on a diet and he was eating a lot of carrots yeah. and sweet potatoes. And his mother noticed he was turning orange. Like his skin his pigmentation. His pigmentation because he was eating so much. I guess beta carotene yeah, is in there. Yeah, sure. Wow. So you could poop yellow. You can turn orange. orange <laughs> you can poop blueberries. These are all things of the human condition. Now, you mentioned something to me. I hope we can speak about it here, Jerry, or I'll edit it out. Uh, about your son and pineapple juice. Yeah, no, we can talk about this. And then, uh, so you tell us, and then I'll, I did do some research on this. All right, so my son had four wisdom tooth uh, teeth taken out yeah. Monday. Now, we went to Myrtle Beach last week, and I noticed prior to the trip, my wife came home with like a case of those eight-ounce pineapple juice cans, to which I said, I don't what's this about? She goes, I don't know. She goes, ask your son. I'm like, all right, which one? She's like, oh, that's Matthew. I'm like, Matthew, what's with the pineapple juice? Well, because I'm having my wisdom teeth taken out, and two of my friends had it done in the last few months, and they both told me to drink 
a lot of uh, pineapple juice prior to having the teeth ripped out and you won't, you'll have minimal pain to which I said that no way. I mean, you're having <laughs> your, they're cutting into your gums and ripping teeth out of your, With there's roots no way. and everything. Yeah. So long story short, he's like, well, this is what they told me to do is eight ounces a day for five days. And then the last two days you have 12 ounces and then 24 ounces. Okay. Look, whatever, dude, go for it. I, I'm good with that. So he followed it to a T and then he went on Monday morning. I got home from work. They, him and my wife got home right after me and his mouth was a mess as you can, as you can imagine. It looked like he was just in a boxing match, blood everywhere. And they told him, as soon as you get home, you take two Advil. And then you will start on the 600 milligram ibuprofen at around 4 p.m. And then try that at night. And if the pain is too unbearable, they gave him a pain medication. He took nothing and felt no pain. And I, for the life of me, Al, do not understand how that's possible. And he attributes that to the pineapple juice. Well, what else? I, how do you have, it's one of you have one taken out. He had four and had, I don't want to say zero pain, but... He didn't take any, nothing else except for the antibiotic to prevent infection and, you know, but no pain medicine. Never opened the other bottles. Yeah, so I did do some Googling of this after you told me this. Uh, I Googled it this morning during a commercial break. Okay. And uh, I Googled pineapple juice and uh, wisdom teeth. And it is currently very popular on TikTok. Okay. Where they are demonstrating this. And then when I did research on it, I guess pineapple has some sort of enzyme in yes, it. Yes, that's what he said. That reduces inflammation. In doing the research from some of the medical journals that were reacting to TikTok said it's actually even better if you eat real pineapple. Yeah, the whole pineapple. Okay. But yeah, that is like. So if, there is truth to it. Yeah. So well, you know, I mean, like, clearly, because I just saw it. Yeah, I would use this for if I'm going to the dentist to get a teeth, a cavity right. filled. Why, Why am I not having eight ounces of pineapple juice every day now to reduce inflammation in my body? I don't know. We got to get on this TikTok, Jerry. There's all sorts of medical things Holy. going on over there. <laughs> well, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I to me, mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing. I did notice a thing that uh, some uh, older, like so, like say the Dave Ramsey show does this. Uh, ben Shapiro does this. Right. These guys that have podcasts and radio shows in whatever their uh, expertise is in. So let's use Dave Ramsey just as an example, just yep. because he deals in money yeah, and debt and that sort of thing. What they do is they go on TikTok and social media now to see the bad advice that's being given out. Right. And that has a lot of views. And then they play it and then say why it's wrong. Right, right, right. So it's it's funny it's like the it's like the older generation reacting to what the newer generation is saying on TikTok. Did you find anything negative about the pineapple juice thing? I did not find anything negative about it other than like if you know as with any juice you get a lot of sugar. Right. And it's better to have the fruit as a whole cuz then you're getting the the fibrous the natural, things and the, and the natural sugars not the added sugars. Yeah, even if the things don't have added sugars, okay. it's still better to get like the whole, like even if you have like naturally squeezed orange juice, it's better to, you want the pulp. yeah, it's yeah, better to have the actual orange itself. Really interesting. But that was the only negative thing is that if they're like, oh, if you drink, some of the things on TikTok were saying to drink a whole lot more than your son drank. They're oh, okay. like, drink 64 ounces. Of, and they say, that's like a lot of 
pineapple juice and yeah. sugar to take in at one time. He didn't take that much. He did. I think but he did eight ounces every day and then 12 and then 24 ounces. I would definitely I, try that. I think that's what it was. Yeah. I Clearly it worked. Yeah. I mean, I think he went to baseball practice this morning. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Today's Wednesday. Did you have your wisdom teeth out ever? I have no idea. You don't remember? I don't know. My wife asked me that last night. I'm like, I don't know. Where are they? <laughs> They're supposed to be all the way in the back, right? Yeah. Do you have any space back there? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Well, I know I got mine out. So mine either came out or they were pulled out. I don't know. I don't remember. But I would think if I had that done, it's probably when you're 16, 17, 18. You don't do that when you're 10. Yeah. Um, I don't. At that age, I do not. I, I don't remember ever having problems with my teeth, ever. So I don't know. Yeah, I had mine removed. And I th- I'm sure I was 19 because it was 1988. Did you have pineapple juice? No. <laughs> Did you have pain? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah right. A lot of pain. And right. in fact, I remember like even the the oral surgeon that I went to, the, they were so impacted, the teeth. Like they, you have, when the teeth are supposed to... Uh, That's what Matthews were. They're sideways, yes. right? Yeah. So they got to go in and pull. But sometimes the, like the dentist has or the oral surgeon has to put a lot of pressure to pull them out. It's crazy. In such a little space to yes. work in. Right. Good Lord. Uh, So I know it's a very traumatic to the area. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I would have done that before I had my hernia surgeries. Give uh, me some pineapple juice. uh, Yes. I'm going to start drinking pineapple juice before anything now. Now, they do give you when you get done with a colonoscopy. Sometimes pineapple juice is one of the uh, juice options. I got to go have another one of those. They give you. Maybe that's why. Maybe they're like, you know, you just had a big pipe up your butt. They don't want to swell they don't up want your, to your anus. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a ring around your anus? <laughs> yeah, they don't want to hurt your anus. I don't know, man. Well, All I'm, I know I'm, is my mind was blown. Yeah. I'm going to get into this. I'm going to start uh, getting pineapples. There you go. I don't get pineapples sometimes. It seems like a pain in the neck. Fruit. Yeah, but you can buy them cord. Yeah, you can buy them They're cord. just a little more money, but but they're done. And yeah. You just got to cut them up. Plus, you can then see how ripe they are. True. Without that big prickly... Right. You wonder why no it has one... that prickly coating on it. That's nature telling you, don't eat me. <laughs> Is that what nature's saying? Yeah, but then here we are eating them. Yeah, and they're delicious. They are delicious. They are good. That's one of the best the fruits out fruit. there. Yeah, oh, man, I love it. When yeah. you bite into a fresh pineapple, oh, my. But anything oh, fresh. I mean, even a good ripe apple with a yes. good crispy, you know, outer portion or the uh, a good ripe apple. Bananas are good too, but I was thinking more of a peach or an orange. A plum. How about a how about a how about a, a grape? That's sweet. Like, yeah, you know, they're all good. A nice crunchy grape. That's sweet. It's, tr- it's awesome. It is awesome. And yet we sometimes we go for the Hershey bar instead. I don't get it. Yeah, the other weird thing is is that that the fruits available year round, even when it's not at its peak because, well, because it's not in season. Importing it from yeah, different and then in we the get world. fooled, and then we we be like. This isn't great. And then we forget about it when it is ripe, when yes. it is so good. Like now. Like now, yes. That's true. Uh, you could also tell, too, like when things are in season is when they're the cheapest. Because mm, they're plentiful. Because they're plentiful. They'll be like, here's a gigantic thing of uh, the blueberries for $5. And then in the dead of winter, it's they like. give you the skinny little one for eight. <laughs> yeah. And they're terrible. Yeah. You're right. They're not sweet. They're not good. You're right. I wonder the- at that point you should get like frozen blueberries. Probably. I would think probably frozen fruit in the winter. Because frozen fruit, I don't think they add sugar to it. I would doubt it. Yeah. Because they're freezing it. 
Yeah, I think they're just taking their fruit and freezing it. Although someone will sprinkle some sugar on it to make it sweeter. Who knows? And ruin it, Jerry. All these tricks. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Uh, I'm thinking of having a... Uh, baby. Definitely not. No. Babies are long past my time. Uh, you and Eddie at my house the last week of August. Yeah, probably not going to happen. See, this is what I mean. The last week or weekend? Well, so, no, not uh, one. Pick a time. Like Eddie's off, I'm off. You're probably working. I am working. If we could pick a day, yeah, I'll come down. Any day works for me. Yeah, and any day works for Eddie. He said. Then I will make that work for sure. So we just well, we should pick a date. We just can't do on Monday. Okay, here's what I was thinking of doing. How about a Thursday? Love it. I like a Thursday. How about this? I'm was go- I'm going to have a Bobby approved party. The only things available. For you guys to eat or drink will be Bobby approved. That's fine with me. I don't mind. Done. Bobby approved party. Okay. No problem. We'll pick a date. If we're if we're picking that Thursday. Yes, I'll tell you right now. I got my. I'll clear this with Eddie. It's going to be awesome. Because un- unlike you guys, I'm not off, and I have that's the week of the 29th. Yes, I am hosting that week. Okay. Oh my God, that's September 1st. That Thursday. That Thursday is September. Yep, year? it is. God, that makes me sick. Damn. The Cowboys. Oh, actually, the Cowboys don't play that week because their final preseason game is the 26th. Perfect. So, yeah, let's do Thursday. I'm putting it in right now. Nice. Al's place. This is what we're doing, Jerry. We are going to eat Bobby approved chips and salsa. We're going to have some Bobby approved other foods. Yeah. Uh, the only beer that will be available will be Miller Ultra Golden Organic Beer. I just got a text from David. He has me hosting this Saturday. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jerry, you're the hostess with the mostess. Uh, okay. Uh, by the way, there is a cool Netflix documentary on the Woodstock 99. Not this isn't the same one from no so so Bill Simmons company production company or movie company yeah did one for HBO I think a year ago maybe okay because I saw one on Netflix or maybe it was HBO yeah that was on HBO the okay. Netflix one is a three parter okay even though you don't really learn a ton new there were some things it's still wild to see the footage again and to hear from different people that were directly involved okay what a Bleep show? Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. And it was also crazy. Like, it was just a perfect storm, you know? It was like the heat. Yes, everything. Where it was. 
Um, more people than they expected. More than expected. The really the heat and those bands in the nineties were um, aggressive. Hardcore. Yeah, so it was Limp Biscuit, Corn, Rage Against the Machine. They were hardcore. Like, and this isn't the same one. This isn't the same documentary where I thought it was male bashing. Remember we talked about this? Yeah. No, it the, no, it did not come across okay. as that way. It wasn't about angry white men. No. Okay. Actually, yeah, you know what? They did not Cuz that was the premise of the last one. You're right. And they really went after the, you know, the 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 18 to 25-year-old angry white male. Yeah, it was not were. presented that way. Okay. I did not come away feeling that, and I did from that other one. You, yes, you, okay. Well, look, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's a three-party. I will watch it. A three-party. I'll watch it. And the good part is they 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 do sit-downs with the people directly who organized it, uh, produced it, uh, and how they tried to sugarcoat it at the time, and just, it is wild. Wow. Okay. Sounds good to me. But in it, uh, they, they, they really thanked Bush the band Bush for calming down the crowd mm-hmm. after corn. Cause Bush didn't even know what to do. Right. Because the corn crowd, the corn got the crowd so crazy. And then here's Bush. I thought it was Limp Biscuit that got the crowd crazy. Well, they, then they really got the crowd. Oh, crazy. okay. They thought corn got the crowd crazy. And then Limp Biscuit. Is that free? That was freak on the leash, right? Yeah. Got the life. That was that time yeah. period. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then, sounds good to me. Fred I'll watch Durst. it. I will watch that. I don't know when, but I'll watch that. I, I have gone back and watched the Limp Biscuit break stuff performance from that on YouTube. It is amazing. I mean, I would not want to be there. That crazy, but that it, when when he gets into that doo doo that slow part where he's yeah. like, "Man, I just want to break something, man." And when you hear this music, you know that. And then it just give me something to break, and the whole crowd and they're ripping crap down. It is dangerous, nuts. yes, and awesome at the same time. <laughs> dangerous and awesome at the same right? time. Yeah, it is awesome. Uh, awesome to watch. Would not want to be agreed. There. I agree. And I'm, I told you yesterday, I wanted to go to that. I remember back at the time. I'm like, yeah, I can't. I was getting married. I, I wanted to go. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> yeah. That. I mean, that that scares me from any festival show. Yeah. No, I hear you. Big crowd. Too big a crowd. No good. No good. I'm happy now that I like music that is more more older crowd, so then we're not going to like go crazy. Like I wonder though if I you go to Lim, see Limp Bizkit now, I suppose I could look this I think up it's in people videos. Yeah, like when break stuff comes on, they might be jumping up and down, but no one's But not like it was 25 years ago. Yeah, they're not mosh pitting each other. We're old now. I did see Fred Durst got married for the fourth time. Fourth time. Within the past week, week and a half. Four times in a week? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> They're very quick relationships. No, f- his fourth marriage. Well, I tell you, I don't. I always say I would never do it again. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I would. I don't know. Four times, I could tell you, there ain't no chance. Four marriages. There's a thing too. Like you start to look at like your life and the years left. Yeah. I don't know. Like to if something ever happened with my marriage now. By the 48, 49, I'm like, you really want to get involved in the in your 50s and then get married? Right. Like, get involved? Sure. Sure. Why would you get married in your 50s, though? Not sure. Like, what's the point? You're not going to have kids at that point. Right. You live together and all that stuff, but why would you get married? I don't know. I think if you're going to have kids, get married. Well, I you agreed. Eh. You're right. 
But without the kids, I, I don't know. I don't. I just don't see it ever happening again. I mean, I yeah. hope I never do because that means something went terribly wrong with my current marriage. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I had four times. At some, I would think after the third one, you got to realize, you know, what, I'm not good at this. Yeah, you know, it's something's <laughs> not working out here between me and this whole till death do us part thing. Right, because that clearly don't mean anything. Yeah. Matter of fact, when I go to the third one, I might tell leave that part out. Just uh, we're till annoyance parts us. Yeah. <laughs> till we really can't stand each other anymore. Which might be in a week. Who knows? We don't know. Oh God, he got married four times in a week. So four times. <laughs> Fred Durst, give yeah. me something to break. <laughs> I never got into corn. I couldn't. I I, I like corn for a while. I wanted to go see them at the art center this year. I was back in this year or last year. I think it was back in May of this year. I think like you they had were at the art center. Their CDs. You had, I had a corn them. CD. Yeah, I don't anymore, but I had them. Sure. Yeah, they I were too hard for me. So yeah, and I don't even think they were that hard. I mean, K Rock played them like crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's where I. That's where I started listening to them, and I did buy. I did buy a CD or two of theirs. Yes, but it was more. I liked the popular songs. That was me. I wouldn't call myself a fan. Yeah, but I did. I liked. It. I liked their music. And, and I, th- I think it was May they played, played Art Center, I think. And I see Spike went to see Rage Against Raging, the Machine. Yes. Yeah. Which my buddy who works at the Garden offered me tickets to go see them every night this week. But I'm like, I can't, I'm can't. i not doing it anymore. I only know a handful of that. Only the ones that K-Rock played. Yes. But if you had their CDs, which I did, you know more than you think. Yeah. I would, I would almost guarantee you know more than you think. So, They're another one where I feel like. Crazy. Fights are going to break yes. out. But maybe not. But their crowd has to be older now, too. True. That is true. You never know. Bulls on parade. Yes. Gorilla radio. I love gorilla uh-huh. radio. Lights out. They, was, you want to go? No. Okay. When uh, when uh, gorilla radio was coming out, I remember there was like a K Rock takeover where where they were teasing. It was almost like they were teasing that K Rock was turning into something called gorilla radio. Okay. But it was just. It turned out it was just a promotion for. For Rage Against the Machine. And that one dude plays with Bruce Springsteen now all the time. The oh, main Rage that. guitarist. Oh, really? Tom Morello. Didn't he, he's also on Sirius. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. I hear him yeah, sometimes, too. Like he goes to the music and yeah. has stories and stuff. And Pretty he does good. the show on multiple channels, and he bases his show based on the channel he's on. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Bulls on Parade. That was a certain genre back then. Corn, Rage. Limp Biscuit, like metal rap. I don't, yes. even, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, and, but it wasn't metal. It wasn't rap. It wasn't hard rock. But it was heavy with talking parts. Yeah, but they weren't rapping. You're right. But no, they were but talking. Limp Biscuit at times you felt like was a like a metal rapper. I don't. That, yeah, that's the best way I can put it. And I like the K Rock actually played it because oh, there was nowhere else to hear that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I guess SOU, I guess Seton Hall, maybe, but but I, that's I when, never listened to that. There were so many bands. With a similar type sound that it worked as a full radio sure format. Sure did, because you had multiple bands that did it. Yeah, and there's nothing like that now. There's not like uh, where you go, I could I could build a whole radio on this is all new music and it all had, like people that like this, like this. Yeah. Like it, it just is, we need to invent some new music, Jerry. I Okay, well, I don't know that I can do that. You and I. Let's go work at K-Rock. That's all, right. all right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up. Program. Yeah, I got to go. It was good to be back on the post-game podcast, which we missed the last few days. Uh, warm up next year. 
Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Well, wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.